0: Thank you for listening to this week's Freedom Church podcast. We hope it helps and inspires you. Well, I want to take a few moments this morning to look at the uh, what is baptism and is it more than water? Is baptism more than just a pool of water? I don't know if you've ever heard of the guy called John the Baptist. He was famous because he baptised people. He was like a serial baptizer. Um, John the Baptist was a, a relation of Jesus. His mum and Jesus' mums were cousins. So John the Baptist, his mum was called Elizabeth, and Jesus' mum was called Mary. And when Mary had the encounter with the angel, she went off to her, her cousin Elizabeth and she said, Elizabeth, I've just heard this story. And Elizabeth was already pregnant with John the Baptist, so probably Jesus' second cousin, I'm guessing. But John the Baptist was a bit of a strange guy. We say in Freedom Church, everyone's welcome. I'm not sure what you'd think if the person sitting next to you, have a look at them, was wearing a coat of camel hair, wrapped with a leather strap around their waist, and they had bits of locust and wild honey in their beard who would still be quite comfortable, we'll sit next to them. Maybe you'd pick a little bit of honey out of their beard and have a, a nice little snack. I don't know. He was a very strange-looking guy, probably a strange-smelling guy, but he was a baptizer. He would go around baptizing people who want to turn to God. And he was actually really popular. He was trending in ancient Jerusalem. He was going viral, and people were saying, Wow, have you been down to River Jordan? John the Baptist, he baptizes really well. I mean, we had a bit of a go this morning, but apparently John the Baptist was really good at it. And in Matthew chapter 3, we hear about about John the Baptist, where he's talking about this um, thing he's doing called baptism. And he says these words in Matthew chapter 3. It's the first book of the New Testament. It's one of the Gospels, and it says these words. "Um, I'm baptizing you here in the river, turning your old life in for a kingdom life. The real action, he says, comes next. The main character in this drama, compared to me, I'm a, I'm a mere stagehand, he says. The next character will ignite the kingdom life within you, a fire in you, the Holy Spirit in you, changing you from the inside out. He's going to clean house, he's saying here. John the Baptist is saying, there's someone else coming who's much more amazing than me. I baptize with water, but another person is coming who's going to baptize you and clean you out and make you new again. And we carry on Matthew chapter 3 verse 13 on the screen there it says these words then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to be baptized by John but John tried to tell him saying I need to be baptized by you and you come to me John's like I'm not worthy to baptize you Jesus you're like you're far too special I'm not good enough to baptize you and then Jesus comes back with these words he replies let it be so now it is proper for us to do this to fulfill All righteousness. We'll come back to that in just a moment. So then John consented. As soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up out of the water. And at that moment, heaven was opened. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, this is my son whom I love. With him, I am well pleased. Can you imagine that moment? If you're part of the crowd in the splash zone at the River Jordan, watching this man, Jesus, getting baptized and hearing a voice coming from heaven saying, this is, this is my son. I really, I really like him. I think he's all right. This is my boy. Wow. That doesn't happen at every baptism service I've been to. Now, I've been to the River Jordan. Here's a picture of... Um, Two years ago, 2017, a few of us went off to the river, went to Israel, we did a tour of Israel. And uh, you might recognize, uh, I think, Alan and Gwen are in that picture there. I don't think Janet's quite made it into the picture, but she was around somewhere. And we had this moment, and I did a, a short sort of preach in the standing in the River Jordan. It was very strange, because there were little fish nibbling at my toes while I was doing it. And, um, and, and I said to her, does anyone want to get baptized? They said, we've all been baptized already, about 20 of us on the trip. And I said, well, should we just all come into the river? And just pray for a fresh encounter with God. And so we saw, it, was, it was a really significant moment. And uh, we're going again this November. About 14, I think, are coming from the church here. Around 30 people on the trip booked in. If you haven't booked in, there's still time. We'd love you to come and join us. And I'm looking forward again to this being another significant moment where we stand. It's just a river, but we get to stand. Do you remember that, Janet? Janet? It was a special moment, wasn't it? There were lots of special moments, but that was one of them. And my parents stood side by side and prayed for me in the River Jordan. It was a very special moment. And Jesus was there at some point being baptized by John the Baptist. It probably wouldn't, looked, wouldn't have looked quite the same as if they had like barricades to stop people falling in. I'm not sure that would have happened uh, when Jesus was there. But I don't want you to think about baptism. This ancient activity that John the Baptist specialized in thousands of years ago. The early church, was it was like a membership piece, that you would get baptized to show you a part of this thing called the way, that you want to choose to follow God and to live his way. But is baptism more than just water? Is it more than just getting wet? It's very normal, as we discovered this morning, cold water in our pool. It's just come out from a tap. It's nothing special. We don't pre-bless the water before you get into it. You can actually buy bottles of water from the River Jordan in the gift shop. I'm not sure they're any more special. The water's pretty dirty, to be honest with you. Um, But this is just normal water. What is going on when you get baptised? Is it more than that? Does anything really change? Is it more than water? Have you ever been baptised? Do you remember the moment you were baptised? where you stood in front of a crowd of people and chose to follow Jesus publicly. I remember the moment really significantly in my life. It was very much a key turning point in my life. I was 13 years old, and I just knew it was a time for me to get baptised. And God met me in that moment, spoke very clearly to me about what he had for me in the life ahead. It was a real destiny moment. And I knew God was close to me. I didn't always want to hear from him. and I I pushed it away for a number of years, but God spoke to me on the day I was baptized. I wonder if you've ever had that moment of encounter with God or encountering him in a fresh way. Do you know the authority you carry as a follower of Christ? Or maybe you're not a follower of Jesus yet, and this is all like a strange mystery. We want to give you a chance later on this morning to put that right and to choose to follow Jesus today. I want to give you three things around baptism and what is it that makes it more than water. Number one is this. I believe that when you get baptized, it is more than just a getting wet experience. It's an internal transformation George and Katie, what you experience today is not just getting your clothes wet. Your soul is being transformed through this opportunity. Jesus said to John the Baptist, let's do this because we want to be all righteous. We want to be right before God. We want to be real, not fake. We want to be fully followers of Christ. And there's a change that takes place, an internal change, not just an external change behavior. I don't know if you've ever done this before. I, I bought Lottie. I, I, I'm in trouble already. I can just feel it. But I, I bought Lottie a Christmas present a number of years ago. She wanted a particular brand of hair straighteners. And they were very expensive hair straighteners. But I got a deal. I got a really good deal. And I don't know if you've ever had this moment of, I got this great deal. And, I, and they arrived. And then I thought, are these real? Or have I just been ripped off with some fakes? And I had this awful moment of thinking, oh, no, I'm going to be found out like I am now. And I went on a website that tells you whether these things are real or fake. They tell you what things they should have to show whether they should be real or fake. And I was going through this list, going tick, tick. And fortunately, they were real. Or if they're not, if they're fakes, they're very, very good fakes. Because this is probably 10 years ago, and they're still going strong. But I, this idea of going, is this real or is this an imitation? Is this the real thing? Or am I just putting this on? When you get baptized, there is an internal transformation that takes place. And it is a significant change on the inside of you. John the Baptist, earlier in Matthew 3, verses 7 and 8, he gets a bit fed up with people who are coming just because it was a cool thing to do. He was like going, don't come here getting baptized because you think everyone else is doing it. I should do it. He said, he said, actually in the message version, the water will just wash off your snake skin. That's what he says. It won't have any impact upon you. If it's not real, don't do it. This is not about outward show. This is about internal change. Your baptism moment is an internal transformation moment. It's more than water. Secondly, when you get baptized, I believe that there is a spiritual encounter. The moment of baptism in this really normal water I believe there is a spiritual encounter. We may not have doves hovering over you when you come up out of the water. But I believe just as Jesus experienced the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit on him at that moment. I believe that you and I, if you get baptized, there is a spiritual encounter moment. And many people I've met who've been baptized say, the moment I got baptized, everything changed. God encounters you in a new way. At Freedom Church, we believe that everyone, we've got our values here, everyone can encounter God. Whether you feel far from God or near, God wants to be in touch and communicate with you. There are many different ways we connect with God. We had the, the worship earlier. And sometimes people sing songs, they connect and encounter God through that. Someone's just listening to beautiful music that's been well produced and presented. Maybe it's the creation. You go for a walk and you see the world around You, you go, God, you're amazing. Maybe there's that moment where you see a beautiful piece of art or something someone has created. You go, God, look what you have done. Or maybe through other people. May you've met people who've inspired you, who've challenged you, who've who've excited you about something. People are amazing. God, you made them in your image and you have encountered something of God when you encounter his people. If you're a visitor here today and you're a guest and it's your first time at Freedom Church, I'm hoping that the people you met on the door was like a little mini God encounter. Because those people that you met carry the same spirit of God within them. And you've encountered something of him. We also can encounter God through prayer, through communion, and yes, through baptism. It's more than water. When you get baptized, you encounter something of God. Throughout the Bible, God is always looking for opportunities to encounter his people. He made us. He wants to be in communion, in friendship, in relationship with us. And he looks for opportunities to go, can I be in friendship with you? He met Noah who then built a boat to save his family. And When he finished, he built an altar to say thank you to God. He encountered Jacob at Bethel, and they fought, and Jacob set up a pillar to mark that moment. He met Moses at the burning bush who built a tent so that then he could spend time with God. He met David through the words of the prophets, and David started building a stack of building supplies for a future building. He met Solomon in a dream, gave him wisdom, and Solomon built a huge temple. People encounter God throughout the scripture, and often there's a response. We want to create a space to regularly encounter you. That's why we often have churches in buildings. It's never about a building, but it's about creating a space. And maybe we you know it's Freedom Church, we're trying to create a space. a a place where we can encounter God. We've purchased a piece of land or in the process of purchasing a piece of land so we can build something, not so we can lock ourselves away from the world, but so we can encounter God in fresh ways and change the atmosphere of our community. But God is never limited to buildings. He never intended it to be. The prophet Isaiah in his final chapter says these words, heaven is my throne and the earth is my footstool. Can you really build me a temple as good as that? (laughs) Probably not. We'll try, but probably not. God wants to meet with you. He wants to encounter you. He wants to spend time with you. One of those ways is through baptism. If you've not been baptized before and you hear me speaking, I think, oh, I'd love to get baptized. This is the great thing. We have a second meeting at 11.15 this morning. All right. I've got a spare towel. To be honest, I didn't really get wet the first time around, so I've got two spare towels. So if you really want to get baptised, you can nip home, grab some stuff, tell your friends, and we've got a second meeting, and we'd love to baptise you in that one. Baptism is more than water. And the last thing I want to say this morning, and I think this is really important, this is something if if we can get hold of as followers of Christ, this will change the way you live your life. Jesus, when he was baptised... At this moment when he came up out of the water. And the, the Bible says that the spirit descended like a dove. And there was a voice that said, this is my son with whom I'm well pleased. And at that point, we all go, ah, oh, that's nice. Isn't that lovely? God the Father likes his boy. He's all right. But if you're from a Jewish background, that is a very different story. Because here's how Jewish custom works. In Jewish custom, when your son turns 30 which was the age Jesus was, when your son turns 30, you will take your son to the city gates, to the town gates, to the marketplace. And you parade your son in front of all of the businessmen and the city leaders and elders. You'd put a ring on his finger. You put a robe on his back. Think of the prodigal son story. Some of the the analogies there. And and you parade him in front. You will say to the people listening, this is my son with whom I am well pleased. It was a phrase that was used by the Jewish uh, uh, community to declare this person has come of age. They carry the same authority as I carry. If my son comes to the marketplace and says, I want to do a deal with you, you can't say, I don't care, can I speak to your dad? Because he's in charge, you're not. The Son carries the same authority as the Father, and what God is saying, God the Father is saying to His Son Jesus Christ, He's saying, "This is My Son; He carries the same authority as I, who created the heavens and the earth. Exactly the same." Don't say Jesus; that's a nice idea, but what does God the Father say? He carries the same authority. And then Jesus spent three years, age thirty to thirty-three, with His followers. And at the end of his time with his followers, the disciples, Jesus had these words from Matthew 28. He said, Jesus said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. All, all authority. Not some of it, not a little portion of it, the whole lot. The shebang, it's there, it's done. And then he says this, verse 19, Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations. I've been given all authority. And I'm now saying to you, Go. With the full authority of heaven, go. Go and make disciples, go and preach the good news and baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. God wasn't just saying, this is my son, he's all right. God was saying, this is my son, he carries the same power that I carry. And Jesus then turns to his disciples, his followers, says, and you carry the same authority. Go in my name with my power with that ring of authority and say i am a follower of christ and that means something if we can get hold of what it means to be in uh, our identity to be in christ not to be someone who's a christian it will change everything if you are a follower of christ that so you're not just a servant of god jesus said he calls you friends no longer do i call you servants i call you friends you are a partner with him Genesis 2, God turns to Adam and says, there's the earth. Work it, subdue it, do something with it. All authority has been given for us to go and make a difference. Our identity is found not in our activity or even in our Christian ministry. Our identity is in who we are in Christ. And when we get hold of that, it changes everything. Because we can find a different approach. Christian ministry and activity, whatever you do for a living, should always come out of the overflow of your identity in Christ. The authority you carry. What you do comes out of who you are than the other way around. You're not a plumber or a seamstress or a shopkeeper or a student that follows Jesus. You're a son or a daughter of the king that happens to have one of those jobs. And that changes everything. It changes everything. If we could really understand what it means to step into the authority that God has given to us, everything would change. You see, our identity is not to be expressed. If you're a church girl, your identity is not to be expressed in the walls of a church. God did not breathe life into mankind so we could sing songs on a Sunday and go home for lunch. I'm sorry to bust your bubble. God gave you authority to go into the whole world and to use that authority wherever you go. To stand out in your community, in your work, in your home and say, I am different because I'm not normal. I'm a son and a daughter of the King of Kings. And I carry the same authority. Not a lesser version. Not I'm a junior follower of Christ and I'm working my way up. Do you know the day you say yes to following Jesus... Is the day you get fully filled with Him. You carry the same authority. And until the church and the people who make up the church learn to exercise our God-given authority among the people we bump into every day, we haven't fully understood our identity in our society. It changes everything. We are not called to preserve an institution here on earth. My my desire for my life is not that the church will just maintain itself and I go to heaven, left the church just about as I found it. My desire is to change the world. That's what Jesus called us to do, to demonstrate the authority of heaven everywhere we go. What are you going to do with the authority that you've been given? When you get baptized, it's more than water. It changes everything. And if we can get hold of that, it will change you and it will change me. Let's get the band back up, shall we? Bring things to an end. Can I invite you to stand? I want to encourage you today that if you are already a follower of Jesus, if you've been baptized, I want to encourage you to step into the authority that you already have. To step into the authority you already possess. Probably one of the saddest things must be somebody who is not fully engaged with that which they've been given. They didn't even know they had this ability. God is pleased with you. is well pleased with you. But he doesn't just want to be pleased with you. He wants to empower you to bring transformation around you. It's more than water. It's transformative. It's a spiritual encounter moment. And it's an opportunity to discover your identity and your authority in him. For more information about Freedom Church, please go to www.freedomchurch.uk Thank you for listening.